0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is believe. What's going on everyone? Trust the Buzz here if you're new to the channel. I make Charlotte Hornets content, so if that interests you, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button down below. If you cannot tell by the thumbnail title of this video, the Charlotte Hornets beat the Atlanta Hawks in their first regular season game of the 2023-2024 season. Now, it was not a game without its ups and downs. There were times where I thought this team was gonna throw it away. Felt like we struggled with putting our foot on the gas and keeping it there. However, they proved me wrong, at least in the end, they really started to put things together. Thanks to actually two huge threes by our rookie, Brandon Miller. Um, We're going to, you know how I do when we talk about, you know, post game, I go through every single player. Also throw in a little bit about the other team as well. So, yeah, I mean, enjoy the ride. Get your snacks ready because what a game. What a game. It started off pretty good with the starters in there. I thought the defense was okay. The Hawks are just hitting some tough shots. I know John Tate Murray was getting like some early middies. Uh Trey Young actually, I think Terry was here for the most part. They did a pretty good job of guarding Trey Young, even though Trey Young was getting some of the craziest whistles I've ever seen. But early on, it it looked rough considering the defense was what it was. The defense I think was good. They were just getting some easy shots. Uh well, they weren't easy shots, they were just shots that were going in. But then I think you know, as far as our offense, uh, Terry Rozier struggled a little bit. I think he started off like one for four. The Mello had in a horrendous shooting game, which we'll talk about. Um, but PJ Washington early and often was just hitting his shots. He was this little mid-range floater he's got. This, it, it, it's working. It's it's doing wonders. And then Mark Williams as well, just just dominating the paint in, in both ways. So I, I just, oh man, it was a great game. I'm almost at a loss for words, but let's just go ahead and break it down. Uh, player by player, Kind of quarter by quarter. We'll see. Um, uh, but yeah, for the first player I want to talk about, let's just go ahead and talk about LaMelo. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. So on Twitter, I said that, and I thought this was I thought it was really gonna get canceled. I thought everybody was gonna like comment, but you don't know what you're talking about. But um, at halftime, I was like, this is the worst I've ever seen LaMelo play. And by far it was. I've never seen LaMelo play that bad when it comes to shooting. And I probably could have worded that better by saying this is probably one of the worst shooting performances I've seen by him. His shooting was just all over the place. He did turn over the ball a few times early on too. The whole team did. That was something that starting off, we just had way, way too many turnovers. It, it was frustrating because it was like cross the court passes. It was ill advised passes. As much as I just raved about PJ, he had a couple of them. Terrible. You had a couple of them. I don't did Gordon. I think Gordon Hayward had a few of them too. But overall, we were just turning the ball over left and right. Brandon Miller was losing the ball at times. He got minutes early too, so that that was good. That was good to, to kind of see, but um, Lamelo just did not look himself as far as like hitting his shots. Everything else was fine. His playmaking was fine. Rebounding was fine. You know, the whole thing that goes with just being a point guard to me, seemed fine. He was just taking very bad shots, and Lamelo is someone who he continued to take those bad shots, but he makes them. And you know, normally that's the case. Um, but I in the first half, it didn't seem like he knew when to stop. But when we go into that second half he knew, okay, like this isn't time for it. And the first half, it didn't seem like he had that. He, that was going through his mind. And that's one of the things I actually love about Lamelo is that he, he's going to forget if he makes a mistake or he has a bad sleep and slump, it's not going to really affect him mentally. Um, but, at at, at some point you do have to think about it and I think in the second half he did that and I think that allowed his game to come to him a lot more I think he was trying to take it but in this scenario when you have guys like Terry who was kind of heating up um, you know like I said PJ was doing his thing Martin was kind of doing his thing on the block I think that, that you're okay with kind of, hey, let me let me just let the game come to me. Cause right now, my guys are holding it down. I'm the one struggling. Let the game come to me. And I think he did that a lot in the second half, and it opened up everything. And his defense looks a lot better as well this year, too. Um, we still are leaving guys open on threes, ball watching, but I, I hope we fix it. But uh, yeah, that, as far as Zamello, I think he did a really good job bouncing back. And I think that shows what kind of player he is becoming. Because I don't feel like that's something he really done in the past. It's just... I don't think he was just very cognizant in the past of like, okay, I'm bad. I'm having a bad shooting night or things not going my way. I'm going to keep trying other stuff as opposed to, all right, let me actually just slow down. Let the game come to me. I'll take my shots when I'm open, things like that. I think that shows maturity. I think that shows growth. That's something you're going to want from your one, your franchise player in general and to your point guard. So as far as like his game itself, it was okay. Um, But I think that there's something deeper there with saying that uh, some of the new small things in the game that don't show up in a stat sheet I see progression in LaMelo's game. Um, Next, we're going to talk about Terry Rozier just because I want to talk about Terry Rozier. First, he started off one for four, losing the ball. He was doing it way too much. He would try to split defenders. Um, There was times, you know, coming off the ball, he just – didn't look right. He just couldn't get planted. He was always moving when he shot. But I mean, as time went on, he started to hit his shots. When the game, when it started to matter most, when we were trying to come back down eleven, when we were trying to come back down eight, because uh, it kept fluctuating. We'll go, we'll go down by eleven, and then all of a sudden, you know, we cut lead to six, and it goes back up to eleven. Terry was the guy in those moments to make the play. Now it wasn't always him making a shot. It was somehow times just him making the right play. And I think that's what we need from Terry. And then the way he was moving off ball, like I said, in some places it didn't seem like he was himself. Uh, like I said, he was just taking a lot of like moving shots, which I guess that is more like Terry, but you could see where him off ball, it just opens up so much. I, there's a significant difference between the minutes where he's playing point guard, even though I think he was doing a really good job of like shaking Trey young and into the basket. That was one time he like cooked Trey young. Um, yeah, I think Terry does a good job of like getting to the basket, but as far as like being the lead guard, being a point guard, it's just not his thing. But his game really opens up when he's off ball, when he's coming off screens, when he's running down the sideline. And, you know, no one's going to, you know, no one, they try to stop the ball, leave him in the corner. He hits those. So I think that, you know, him being allowed to be played off ball more is is going to help him tremendously. Uh, I said on Twitter, it gave me like 2021 Charlotte Hornets vibes where Terry was like one of the best off ball players in the league. And I mean, I mean it showed, it showed tonight. And, in, you know, some of his leadership as well. I think he did a really good job of guarding Trey Young. I know I saw that at the beginning of like right before the game, Steve Clifford said, hey, you know, we're going to put Terry kind of match. Terry's minutes up with uh Trey Young and I and I was like, it's a shame that we have to do this, and it still is, it still is a shame because Terry was here. That's not his game. I think he's a smart defender, as Steve Clifford said. I think he's a good defender, as Steve Clifford said, but he is that's just not his thing. That's just not his role, is is being the defender. But I think he did a great job tonight. Trey Young was getting some crazy calls. Um, but I think for the most part, Terry did a good job. So shout out to Terry on that. Gordon Hayward. Didn't have a great game. I mean, well, he actually, I think he did have a great game, but it's more so it didn't like pop out. But if you look, he had he was 10, 8, and 7. What I like about his game is that it was not a flashy game. We need that guy that's kind of like the glue guy. Um, In certain situations, you bring him in uh, and he's just going to play basketball. You know, he's not going to make too many mistakes. He's going to try to make the right play. He looks smooth out there. I think he looked, you know, it was good to have him healthy this offseason. I know that was something big that was like, oh, you're healthy throughout the offseason. So you don't have to worry not as much rehabilitation. And it showed it showed he just looked very comfortable out there. and And I'm glad, especially considering he missed a few preseason games. And in the last preseason game he played in, I believe we got destroyed by the Celtics. So it was good seeing him play. Um, and I mean, we're going to get a lot of that. We're going to get a lot of that from Gordon. Um, that's what we're going to need. We're not going to need him to drop 20, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully we don't need, we're not relying on Gordon Hayward drop 20, drop, you know, 30. Uh, there will be times. I mean, he's, I think he's still got all the talent there, Uh, but we don't need to rely on that kind of as we have in years past. I think this year it's just Gordon to go out there. when when the When the lane is open for you, like when the shots are there, take them. Um, but we don't need you to do anything extraordinary. Just continue to move the ball, continue to be that guy to kind of hold the team together when LaMelo's getting looked double teamed at times, which he was in this game um, or things like that. And I think Gordon Hayward did exactly that. Um, and I, and I, you can't replace it. But my biggest thing about Gordon Hayward this whole time has been one, the money. I think the money was too much, but two his health. We have him on the court. It's last year of his deal. So the money don't kind of matter to me anymore. Um, but I think he's he's holding it down. I think we really need that. So shout out to Gordon Hayward for doing what he did. Uh, P.J. Washington, man, probably the player of the game just because all his all his points were just so clutch. It may not have been like, all, of course, all his points didn't come in the fourth quarter by when I say clutch, but it was like, oh, man, if we don't make a basket here, we're down 15. If we don't make a basket here, we're down seven. And P.J. would go down there and make a basket, you know. Um, and a lot of it was from the two. He really operated very, very well in the mid-range. Uh, it's, that's something he's added to this game. I think early in the second quarter, maybe late second quarter, second quarter in general, uh, he had like this on the on the right-hand elbow. He basically just – I don't know who he was, who was guarding him, but he had like he was driving, and he just did like a step back. That's not something I typically see from PJ. So PJ was just aggressive. He was physical, um, and I and I really just appreciated his game. I think that he you know he didn't force anything. There was times where he kind of forced up a shot. I know late he forced up a shot against Capella, but it went in. Um, but that's just that's just strength. You know you do the work. You know you're going to get rewarded. So I think PJ just did a good job of just finding his pocket and getting to the basket, uh, and just not having to dunk it all the time, or not having it. You know what I mean? He took what was there. Like there was one time where Trey Young was there, um, trying to guard him. He literally put all his might into knocking Trey Young on the ground and dunking it, and then staring Trey Young down. We need that. We need that kind of like aggressive nature on our team. We we really don't have it. Um, and lastly, I want as far as starters, I want to talk about my boy. Which this jersey came in like like twenty minutes right before tip off. It got in my mailbox, so of course I had to go get it, unwrap it right before the game. It's a Mark Williams jersey. If you couldn't tell, um. Mark Williams just was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. The only thing that um kind of bothered me at times with Mark Williams, and it's, you know, he's learning. It's for first full year as a starter, is that sometimes he was playing a little high on Capella, but I could, I promise you, in the first half, I was like, oh, he's playing a little high on Capella. Capella can't shoot. Um, and he was hedging like more on the on Capella side. So I could understand, like, you're anticipating a screen and Trey Young going around it, but he was kind of up on Capella, not like playing the screen or not playing Trey Young. So, I was like ah that's a little too high and Trey Young didn't have a good game tonight as far as shooting the ball uh so therefore they didn't it didn't burn them but by second half that adjustment was made I saw that you know if if Mark Williams was playing high it was playing high anticipating the screen and anticipating Trey Young coming off that screen um if he was playing low he it was okay I'm playing low I you know I'm not expecting uh Clint Capella to take a shot and that, that, and that I think that that is that's good that's good. I mean, obviously he probably didn't make that adjustment himself. I mean, of course that's what the coaches are there for, but overall, I think it was just a great job. His rebounding was good. He's a defensive anchor. I know how many blocks he had. A, one one he had a snatch block on um on Trey Young, amazing. That was his only block of the game, but then he had three steals. So he's getting active in the paint, uh, tipping the ball. I man, I can't. There's not. A, I can't say enough about Mark Williams. I think the way he's just able to kind of stand there, he knows like, hey, I'm just put my hands up, and that's good enough. I'm going to you know force him to, into a bad shot for the most part. I think that Mark Williams just did a fantastic job there. So, uh, yeah, he ended with what. He ended with 13 and 15, so 13 points, 15 rebounds, three steals, one block. Um, Let's see, who else do I want to talk about? Uh, Brandon Miller. I, I was trying to save it, but uh, everybody else can c- come after. Brandon Miller. Uh, Brandon Miller in the fourth quarter. So early on, he came in. I was like, oh, this is pretty early. He was the sixth man, if I'm not mistaken. I think mean, he was the first person to come into the game. Uh, Brandon Miller came in early, hit a three, his first career shot. He looked a little passive at the beginning. Um, He was kind of letting he was kind of letting, you know, things play out and that's fine. Sometimes, you know, you're going to want to see your second pick play like he's the second pick, which he did later in the game. But at first, he was a little passive. Also, don't want you to force it. So I completely understand. However, you know, I just, you know, that's just me. I just would like my second pick to be a little more aggressive, but also don't mess up the flow of the game. And I think that's what he was more focused on, and it worked. So, I mean, who am I to complain? But everything else, I think he looked smooth. He was getting some good rebounds. He was playing some good defense. I know at one time he got burned by Bogey um, just because of the fact that uh, – I think he just turned his back, if I'm not mistaken. I think he just turned his back. Trae Young dotted Bogey, and Bogey was able to hit a three. Uh, so that, you know, ball watching, everybody does it on his team. But – uh, other than that, I think Brandon Miller was exceptional um, just by everything he was doing, all the little things, especially the two threes. So there was a three, like he was like, what he did like a step back uh, in the corner, which was like, that I can't, I can't even put in words how clutch that three was. That's that step back. And he just looked so cool, calm and collected. That's one thing that I've seen Brandon Miller do it at Alabama. I've seen him do it at summer league. I've seen a little bit of it uh, in the preseason, but he moves, and this sounds crazy. Let me let me let me land when I say this. He moves similar to Gordon Hayward, where it's just he knows kind of what his moves are. He knows what move he wants to go to. He's just very cool, calm, and collected. Even after he was hitting these huge threes in the late fourth quarter, he was just very cool, calm, and collected about it. Um, he, there was just nothing. There was nothing there. you know what I mean? He he's just so t- you know, tuned into the game, so focused that. Hey, I I love it. I love that about him. Uh, I you know I was just kind of I wouldn't say worried, but it was something I was actually looking out for. Was will he be able to take this into the regular season game? You know, will he get rattled? Will and he didn't. He, he didn't. He at the beginning of the game he played really well. Then he struggled with some foul trouble. Uh, you know, Trey Young getting those foul calls and just other other small little calls, nuance calls that they were giving the Hawks, but. That could have easily took him out the game. I mean, as far as just like him being like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm getting these crap calls and and I'm the balls, I'm not hitting because I think he missed like two, three that he made the first one. But then he comes into the fourth quarter in the clutchest moments of the game. One's a pull up from the top. And like I said, then he had a step back um in the corner. So Brandon Miller, I love what I saw from him tonight. I think he's going to be an exceptional player. I will say that I did not agree with the decision to take him out in the late fourth. I get for the fact that you, you're, you don't know if your rookie is ready for these kind of moments where it is like you're a bad trip to the free throw line away from the Hawks really being in this. It could take the game away from you. I completely understand that. He was hot though. He was hot, but I will say the game slowed down significantly. One hot, I mean, Hornish Hunter obviously ran out of time, and into just all the fouling, uh, you know, to keep to prolong the game. So I get it to an extent, but Brandon Miller was hot. I mean, he those two threes were just back to back. So um I, I get it as far as the basketball standpoint, but I, I would like to see him kind of play in those minutes sometimes because one, eventually you got to two, I think that he was he was hot. I, I don't feel like you should take the hot hand out, especially when Terry kind of really wasn't hitting like that, but it, he was he was clutch, especially that clutch floater over Capella, but he wasn't really hitting like that at the time. Brandon Miller was really your only guy who and I know it was only two shots but he was the only guy at that time that was like that's hit consecutively. So I I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. So that, that's what I'll say on that. Daisy Thor, not really much. Uh, I did think he took, he took a mid range and that was pretty good. And he had a three that was just wet, like from, from the, um, well, he was like the middle. So, Good, good on him. Defense, I think, was pretty good as well. Nothing outstanding. It wasn't like he was locking anybody up, but he didn't really let anyone kind of get in his way, bother him, or anything like that. So, shouts out to J T. Thor because he is progressing, man. He's progressing. He's progressing. And I know, you know, we're not seeing the stat sheet progress yet, but I'm telling you, you watch him, it, he's progressing, and I think he's going to be a very, very solid player for us. I think he was the first person to come in once P J. finally went out in the first. Um, Nick Richards, I think he played a pretty good game as well. He didn't rebound. As much as I would like him to, um, he finished. He had seven point four rebounds, and I think he had a block. I had, I'm pretty sure he had a block. Uh, let's see. Uh, he did not. He didn't have. Oh, he did have a block. Um, but my thing really was, he was good at keeping the ball alive. A lot of his, a lot, a lot. If you look at like a lot of the boards that were that happened during the Nick Richards minutes. It wasn't a lot of him, you know, bringing down the ball, but it was a lot of him keeping the ball alive, mella whoever you want to name will come up and get the rebound. And I think we did a really good job of that, of rebounding as a team. Because I think Mark also did a great job of just keeping the ball alive because that's something with the Hawks I think you can take advantage of because you're not you're not going to get that many rebounds. Um, and, of course, you have DeJounte Murray, who I think, you know, is good and he's going to get rebounds. And Sadiq Bay, Jalen Johnson, who both went off, Sadiq Bay and Jalen Johnson. But overall, I think – as a, if you're looking at team rebounding, I prefer what the Hornets do, and I think uh, Nick Richards did an exceptional job of keeping it alive. Uh, Tale Maladon, and I think yeah, that'll be it. That'll be it for everybody. Nick Smith Jr. came in for one minute. Uh, Tale Maladon, I I liked his minutes. They were okay. I think he had he had a really good drive. I think that's good. Uh, His shot looks ugly. I don't remember it being that bad last year, but I don't know. I got to go back and look. Uh, But his shot was kind of ugly. He wasn't going in. But as far as like what he was doing on the floor, I think he was doing a good job of knowing when to attack, when not to attack, when to pass. Um, He also was keeping kind of possessions alive. So I know I just talked about how Nick Richards and Mark Williams were kind of tipping up the ball on rebounds. I think if you go back and look. Tail Maldon did a good job of just keeping the possession alive. So when you think the possession was dead because Tail Maldon's trapped in the corner, he'll find a way to kind of work his way back to the rest of the team and then you know give it a Lamello, Lamello kick it or something. So it's things just small, small things like that. I think that's valuable, especially considering, you know, we do do struggle without having a backup point guard. That is not what I want to see from my backup point guard. I'd like to see a little more. But from what we needed tonight, and I think really in general, what we need. He's keeping it he's keeping the ball alive. He's keeping the possession alive. He's still giving us chances. It's not like the ball goes to him and dies. Um, even even if there's like five, six seconds left, he's gonna try to find a way to make the best play. It just made it he may not can always make that play. So that's kind of the caveat you take. But I'm willing to have a backup point guard who is always looking for the best play. You know, we're gonna have to deal with the ups and downs of that. We're gonna have to deal with sometimes he'll be able to get it off, sometimes not. But overall i'm I like that he was at least able to keep possessions alive, find the open guy. he has a good feel for the game. I feel like it's just the I wouldn't even really say the talent level. I think he's just not a enough of a threat offensively to kind of open up his game. I think if he was a little more of an offensive threat, I think it would really open up his game because he is a good passer. He is a good rebounder. I think him being a threat, at least even at the three um, and maybe never in, in develop some type of inside game, but even at the three, if he can, if he can get some kind of consistency there, I think it would allow him to do a lot more and get a lot more space, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it for now. Uh, overall, I, I think we did a great job, man. I, I think we saw early on this team kind of fight back. Um, that's something we I, we kind of really didn't see last year. Uh, we've seen it in years past, but I, I really felt like in years past, we kind of gave teams the lead, gave teams the ball, and we were so talented or the way our offense was ran was so dynamic and unique that it brought us back in the game. This game, I felt like they really – this was a game they scrapped their ways too. And I, I wish I could convey that a little better, but I just felt like in years past – You have Miles, you have Melo, you have Kelly, you have PJ. These guys would get hot, right? And that would kind of, you know, spark the team. And then, boom, we're back. Even if we're down 20, boom, we're back. This is, you know, two years ago I'm talking. This tonight, it really felt like, no, no one really getting hot. We have guys hitting shots here and there, getting hot in the right moment. But we really scrapped our way to this win. This was a real team victory. All facets of the game um, had to be to a certain par for us to win this game. And they did that. They they played at that level. Uh they stayed, they stayed their ground. They continued to just execute, execute, execute. It wasn't, you know, oh, I'm going to shoot us out of this. And I'm Kelly Ubre and I randomly, you know, shot eight for 12 and three. No, this was a scrappy game. This was a game they had to get physical special on those boards, uh, especially with the foul. That was foul calling, which that's something I actually want to talk about real quick. One thing I wish that I saw tonight, there was a lot of and ones. A lot of and ones from our part. Hey, when we fouled, we got a foul, man. We got we got to foul. Uh, it really killed us. I'm telling you. I w- I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and look. But we really got to go. We really got to stop the and ones. A lot of times, the Hawks players were getting the ball out there. we getting fouled and scoring most of the time. So, yeah, we really need to fix that. But, yeah, this was a scrappy game. Great win. Um, a great win by everybody. I think everybody played a significant role in this in this win. Um, and I think Steve Clifford coached a heck of a game, man. I, I think he really did. There was the lineups were a little all over the place, uh, but we're still trying to figure it out. And consider all things considered, with this being the first game, I don't think any lineup really s- jumped out at me. It was like this lineup's just horrible. I don't. I don't think I had that. I do have to go back and look at the game. Um, I always watch games twice. Unless we just lose too bad and it hurts. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't rewatch those. Uh, but this one was a game I'm definitely gonna go back on. Um, I think like I said, I think Steve Clifford coached a great game. That guy's played great. Let me know what you think down in the comment section below. I'm sorry this video was so long, but of course it's the first game of the season, so I had to go long. Um, as far as the Hawks, because like I do want to incorporate talking about other teams. So sorry, Hawks fans, if you're here for whatever reason. Trey Young didn't have a good night. Did not have a good night. Um uh, Capella, I think he did good for what he does. I mean, rebounding. Finishing at the rim, he did both of those extremely well. Sadiq Bay had a heck of a game. He, you know, he was a guy that was getting the and ones. He was a guy that was kind of looking for the bucket. He was getting them. Uh, Jalen Johnson, I, I was kind of a fan of Jalen Johnson. I like his, I like how he plays basketball. Um, but He went to Duke, so I, I can't really like him that much, but. I think he did good. This is what I expected from Jalen Johnson. And even when I think he was like excused from the team at Duke or some point or something like that, I expected this kind of performance, and he looks really good. So we you know with the Hawks, the Hornets are gonna have some you know some trouble on their hands, but you know, we can't we can handle it. But overall uh, DeJounte Murray, I think he was okay. Uh, he, at the beginning, like I said, he was hitting, which is crazy. I'm seeing now that he was three for 14. So all the two of those three was like in the beginning of the game. Um, I didn't realize he was playing that bad. Cause yeah, I will say after that, I didn't really recognize him. I didn't really hear anything from, him. or did a good job of making the other players score? Hawks did a good job of having those guys score. You know, if, if I'm a team and I told you that Trey Young was going to shoot four for 19 and one for nine from three, you're like, oh yeah, they won that game. We couldn't stop Sadiq Bay. We really couldn't get a handle Capella like like that. And a lot of it was just, you know, offensive rebound. He'll bring it in and go back up. Um, so things like that. And then we couldn't stop Jalen Johnson, who was really scoring all kinds of ways. So uh I think that it, it was a good game. It was a good game by the Hawks, but I'm glad that the Hornets obviously pulled out the victory. But you so much for watching. Let me know what you thought of the game down below. Uh, let me know if any content you want to see. Basketball is back, and I'm so happy. Thank you all for just kind of dealing with the regular season from me. You know, I, I try not to upload too much and not burn myself out over the season because I want to have a lot of content coming out in the season. And I'm not just going to do game recaps. So if you're interested in other things as well, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Also, look out for the podcast. I'm gonna put that. I'm actually gonna put this episode on the podcast just because it'll make it, things a lot easier. Um, but yeah, podcast coming. I'm gonna start having guests. Uh, we're gonna do like some film breakdowns on the channel. I'm just so excited, man! Hornets basketball is back.